What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host. <laughs> We've been new. Um, what did I talk about in the last podcast? I just put it out today, and I meant to put it out, like, probably two weeks ago when I recorded it, and I just forgot. So I literally had to go back and listen to some of it to figure out what the hell I was talking about, because I didn't remember And I had to pick a title and do the description and everything like that. So, the gist of it was trying to find a job. And then, like, the last part was talking about, like, friendships and things that have ended and why I think they've ended and stuff like that. And what I would, like, do differently or how I learned from it or whatever. And, um... I might have talked about trying to get a a relationship back together. Um, I don't remember if I said who it was with, but it's a family member. And we just kind of like have not been talking at all just because... I don't agree with some things that this person has been doing and I've just been trying to distance myself because there's usually a lot of unnecessary drama being roped into that. So I took a break from it for a couple months, tried to figure out where my head was at and I came to the conclusion that I had to do what my grandma would have wanted and I tried to kind of remand and start that relationship again and um, I did do that and I did go and talk to them in person a little bit and you know after hearing like what's been going on in their life I just... I'm happy that I took a break and I'm happy that I'm not as involved as I was before and I think I'm just going to take baby steps with it but it was honestly eating me up inside and um, I had to do what my grandma would have wanted. Um, I think I might have talked about that in the last episode, I don't really remember. So sorry if I'm repeating myself but I felt like I just had to try and I had to do it but set up boundaries and that's a big thing I've learned in therapy is boundaries because I'm very much like once someone's in my life I like to do everything for them and really let them in and You know, that's really hurt me in the past, and that's why I'm very hesitant to let anybody else in. Like, I like my little circle, and I think I was saying in the last podcast, like, it's really hard for me to let people in and have new people in my life. Like, it just is. So, in living here, it's definitely a challenge and I've definitely like asked people to hang out 
and no one's been like really you know for it or they say they're for it and then like nothing ever happens um so but honestly I think that makes it easier for me like if someone was really interested they'd make the time and no one has really made the time for me here which you know what it's okay because it helps me just weave out the bad people and hopefully I'll meet new people here but like I was saying in my podcast before this I'm all right not having people here to hang out with Um, because I, I have family I have family in the state a lot of family and you know it's not like the end of the world for me um I've had people come down and visit me and you know I'm just gonna have to that's you know that's a sacrifice that I had to had to make so I have to live with that but I think Danielle's moving to Florida so she'll be closer and then maybe maybe I'll end up in Florida at some point I'm not really sure I think when I'm ready to go out on my own, I think that's where I'll end up. Because we've talked about living together. But, you know, it's it's one thing to talk about it, and then it's another thing to do it. But, you know, I'd I'd love to live with her, but she's also in a relationship and like I don't want to be like you know saying that oh you should live with me and not who you're with uh but I don't know that's a whole other subject but yeah she was here for the week and it went by very very quick like super it felt like she was here for like a day and then she was gone that's kind of what it felt like even though we were running around like crazy, like I've never driven so much in my life in one week. But I literally felt like she was here one minute and gone the next. But we got tattoos, more tattoos. I have nine tattoos now, which is kind of insane. Like, what am I thinking? Um, I just don't think about it anymore. Like, once I think about it for a little bit. I'm like, yeah, this is this makes sense. Like, I feel nothing anymore when I get them. I'm just like, this is me. Like, I don't know. That's probably bad. Like, let's be honest, that's pretty bad. Like, when you're just, like, getting tattoos and you're like... <laughs> Listen, it's not even... It's not an addiction. I mean, maybe some people, like, are addicted to the pain of it. I don't like... I don't enjoy the pain of getting tattoos, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to go and get another tattoo for the pain. Like, no. I just, when you start getting them, 
like you just want more because I don't know it's just like oh it's there now so I don't know I don't have the answers for this but um honestly people are like what's it like having tattoos it's literally like nothing like you forget that they're there like I I honestly I forget they're there and I'll be out and people point them out and I'm like oh wait yeah I did do that like I literally forget they're there you only really remember them the first two weeks because the one week you have to do ointment and the next week you have to do cream and I've just entered the cream week so after the two weeks when they're when they're done you know because this the ink flakes a little bit and around the tattoo the skin uh flakes too it's like a scab once that's done with you like forget about it like you're just done with it because you're just like oh on to the next one like what are we doing next you know and that's when you go on pinterest and you pick something and then like you just make the appointment and do it again and again and again that's kind of what it is like you just don't think about it but I don't want to be covered like I'm pretty much done all mine are very very small like I have ones that are bigger but they're not like excessively big and they're not too showy and uh two of them are with Danielle so you know One's technically with my mom, one is for my grandma, and um, the other ones are just ones I really, really liked for me. So, that's really it. You know, it's not too bad to, you know, get a tattoo with your parent. That's, that I feel like is very, very good. Um, But it also should be something that you want, not just, oh, I'm getting this because I'm getting it with my parent. I mean, yeah, but you have to want it. You know what I mean? Like, it's going on your body. Um, And then, honestly, the ones with Danielle, there's no names. There's no none of that. It's just a heart and a lightning bolt. And we talked about, we actually talked about the lightning bolt way before we talked about a heart. And it was just something that we collectively decided that, oh, we both want that tattoo, so let's get it together. It wasn't like... Let's get this as a symbol of our friend. I mean, yeah, that came with it, but it was both stuff that, like, I think I mentioned originally the lightning bolt. I think I mentioned both, actually. Um, She might have mentioned the heart, but we both collectively agreed that we wanted them either way, knowing that we were both getting them. Like, you have to have, you have to come to that, like, agreement. Like, if you're just getting something with somebody and you're just doing it for them because you're trying to be matchy-matchy, don't do it because like if that doesn't work out you're not gonna want that on your body for the rest of your life you know I mean yeah you can get it lasered off but like I wouldn't do anything big like if you're gonna do something with a friend or a significant other which I wouldn't really do that to be honest I'd never get a tattoo with a boyfriend like that's just I wouldn't do that like no absolutely not no names as well like if you're gonna get writing anything but a name anything but a name 
I have a family member who has one of her exes tattooed on her ankle. And it's so big. And every time I look at it, I'm like, God, that must suck. Like, oh. And it's so aggressively big that it's like, it's going to hurt a ton to get off. It's going to take so many sessions. It's going to be so expensive. Those are the three, like, like, I don't even care to get it removed type of thing. Like, that's just horrendous. Every time I look at it, I'm like, really? Like, why do people do that? Like, in big letters on this person's ankle. I'm like, you weren't, you weren't even engaged. You weren't even married. Like, either way, I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. It's not my thing. Listen, to each their own, but let's be real. A lot of relationships don't work out. This is just human nature. People change and people get mad at each other for changing. And that's what causes end of relationships or cheating, right? Cheating is a big thing. A lot of people cheat nowadays. People think it's like so cool. No, it's not. It's not cool to cheat. It's one thing if you're not exclusive, okay? But if you're exclusive with somebody they're like cheating is just unforgivable to me i just can't do it like if someone ever cheated on me i'd be like this is over like you know i mean it would be different if i wasn't exclusive with said person okay but like i wouldn't do it okay Unless it was not an exclusive thing. Which, to be honest, I don't think I could ever be in a relationship that was not exclusive. Because that's what a relationship is to me. Like, I feel like you can't have a relationship unless it's exclusive. Like, if you're not in a relationship and you're just having fun, then, you know, that's one thing. But I just think, like, you should be exclusive if you want to be like committed and like have a real relationship i don't know that's me but also have no room to talk let me make it clear i'm not giving dating advice (laughs) i'm not one to give it clearly even though people ask me for it i'm like what are you talking about like i know nothing about this topic but i mean honestly i just look at like what goes wrong in other people's relationships and i'm like don't do what this person did you know because i don't know too many relationships or too many marriages that are like successful honestly in my family i can only think of two i can think of two marriages (laughs) is that true oh three four well let me see all of my mom's siblings are married yeah 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 um i mean listen i just i don't know marriage freaks me out i used to be like oh yes marriage like, that used to be me when I was younger. I was, like, I would watch Shea's dress and I'd be like, I can't wait to get married and wear a dress. And and I knew nothing about marriage, obviously. And now I'm like, I, don't, I just don't, I just don't want to get married. 
like, I don't know. I feel like I get sick of the person. I feel like I just have don't have enough to offer somebody. I feel like, I mean, that's just me being, kicking myself. But literally, I feel like the person will get bored of me. I don't know. That sounds really mean. But I just don't get, I mean, you have to be really in love with somebody to be with them for that long. I mean, there's some people where it just works. Like, you just meet, and that's it. But it's so rare. It's like a hidden gem nowadays. It, like, doesn't exist. Like, I don't know. But, anyway, what was I going to talk about today? Um, let's get the job thing out of the way. I still don't have a job. (laughs) I'm still waiting to hear back from this woman. Well, we have talked in between, but I'm still waiting on an answer. And then, um, I'm going to look at another place tomorrow for another job, which I'm not really sure about. That is something that I want, but I want to go see the place. Every place I want to see, I want to give a fair chance. I want to meet the people. I want to see how it's run. I want to see, honestly, what's physically in front of me. I want to see the environment, you know. I want to see what there is to offer at every single place. So, weighing my options, as they say. Still no job. Um, Mended relationship, kind of, but not. It's mended in the sense as we are on talking terms now, but the boundary is still there. Um... And what else? Well, maybe I should tell people what I've been what I've been into recently. That's never good, right? No one wants to hear what Olivia's into at, at any given time. Because nine times out of ten, it's another old man to obsess over, right? Yes it is. Listen, I don't know what it is, okay? Well I do know what it is. That reminds me I have to make Ghost Adventures TikToks. It's kinda late for that. It's like 3 in the morning. I should probably do that like later in the day so they get likes. But anyway, um, there was a new Ghost Adventures today. So, you know, I'm kind of on contract. Like, my followers expect to see, like, <laughs> videos for it every single episode. Like, I feel like it's expected of me now because I make certain series. And um, it's just what I do, you know? Anyway, um... Yeah, so the new episodes of Ghost Adventures has been out. There's been three so far. First one... (laughs) First one was something else. First one was iconic. First one was legendary. Zach was mad goofy. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. (laughs) He was mad goofy in that one. But that one was probably the best one I've seen in a very long time. The evidence was the best in that one. Last week's great evidence again... But it wasn't as funny. It was a more serious episode, which I understand. And the one today was kind of a mix of the two. Uh, Literally started as Zach riding a... First, I thought it was a motorcycle, okay? Then it turned out to be one of those little cars. I don't even know how to explain this. The front looks like a motorcycle. The back looks like a car. I don't know. I don't even know. It was yellow, and it starts with him driving it down the road. And I'm like, his ass had to think of this. Like, what is happening? 
Um, and it's him literally pulling off on the side of the road and throwing the keys to three random guys. And he's like, yeah, take care of it for me. I was like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, like, Aaron, Billy, and Jay are just standing there. Or it might have just been Aaron and Billy, I don't remember. And they're, like, on a beach in California. And Zach just pulls up and he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm here for it, but, like, also what is occurring? Like, I thought I was seeing stuff. Like, when it first came on, there was, like, a little clip of him just riding. And I was like, did I turn on the wrong show? <laughs> like, what is happening? I think it's super funny that he's starting to do, like, really funny intros. And, I mean, honestly, I know, like, all the acting stuff they've done, in quotation marks, he just kind of plans it out as they go so he was probably like hey it'd be really funny if i was like riding up the coast and then i just threw the keys to these random guys and then just walked on a beach and aaron and billy were there and you started talking about why we're there like dead ass we were in a movie we were in a movie and I'm, i'm here for it you know what um so the new episodes have been very good so far very good um a lot of people getting affected very badly. I mean, understandably, because the locations that we are in. But we. I say like I'm there. They're in, but um, it's been good. It's been good. It's been a wild time, to say the least. Um, yeah. So, first things out of the way. Now... <laughs> Okay, if y'all have followed me on Snapchat, you already know where I'm going. Or do you or do you not think about it? What have I been posting a lot of that I've really never posted online before? Take a minute. Take a minute. Think about it in your brain. (laughs) People are like, we don't remember what you post. (laughs) Um... Okay, so I've been posting a lot of videos of American Pickers on my story. People are probably like, what is going on? People are probably like really concerned. Or maybe they're just not thinking about it. Or they're probably like, girl, this show's been on for like 15 years. Where were you? I was always there. Let me be clear for a second. For people that think I just started watching American Pickers, that is completely false, okay? I've watched the show probably from season one. Um, I didn't, like, you know, watch every single episode, but I watched a lot of them. My mom actually loved the show. And I have vivid memories of when I was, like, sick and I'd stay home from school. And, you know, she'd, you know how moms make the typical grilled cheese and soup for you when you're sick. <laughs> um, and I'd be sitting there watching American Pickers and she'd be typing on the computer and looking up and typing on the computer and looking up and typing on that's what it is when you have parents that work in insurance parent i meant parent but um yeah constant conference calls and typing typing and typing and typing and typing it's crazy i hear typing in my in my nightmares her typing it's all here <laughs> um and uh yeah so, 
she told me recently how she found the show. She was just like flipping through the channels and it came on and she was like, this looks kind of interesting. And then it kind of just happened from there. The running joke online is that like people always watched it with their dads. And I'm trying to remember if I watched it with my dad. But honestly, I try to block out everything with my dad. So I feel like he saw it probably. Um, but I, I just remember watching with my mom a lot, but he probably watched it with us too. I don't really remember. Um, so I've been kind of obsessed with American figures recently. Um, reel it back in. So how this happened was... How long has it been? A month, maybe? A month or two? So, I've been, like, watching the History Channel like a maniac. Let's start there. I've literally been investing on history. Is that the right word? I've always been a history fanatic. Um, But I, the History Channel, you have to understand, didn't have this when I was younger. Like, they just had, like, war stuff. And I'm not that type of person where I can just watch a documentary on World War One, World War II, like, watch people fight in war. Like, I just don't... I think I've said this before. Like, when it's sprinkled into stuff, I can do it. Like, I can handle it. Like, I know a pretty good, decent amount about all... You know, I said all the wars. Most of the wars. Okay? But that's not my forte. Um... I I watch stuff that interests me. I watch a lot of shows on mysteries. I watch a lot of shows, obviously on paranormal, on extraterrestrial, on just history in general. Like, they have this whole series talking about where certain foods came from. Then there's a whole thing how, uh, like, McDonald's, Burger King, like, you know, all these... Uh, it's called The Food That Built America. It's a, it's a great show. Highly recommend. Watched all that. It's still on, by the way. I watch a lot of stuff on food and how stuff came to be. I watched the whole series on the cars that built America. How cars came out. How they kept, you know, like, I love that stuff. History reenactment stuff. Yes, I watched the whole documentary on Abraham Lincoln. Because I literally am obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. That sounds weird. But, like, it's true. Um, He was, like, the best president in history. So, you know, my opinion. But I'm sure a lot of people would agree. Because when you think of presidents, you think of Abraham. Like, I mean, George Washington's probably the first thing that comes to your mind. And then you don't remember anything else. And then it's, oh, Abraham Lincoln. Like, that's it. That's all kids remember. Because he has the big, tall hat. People just remember Abraham Lincoln. Um... So, yeah, I've been on the History Channel a lot. And, you know, we'd put pictures on when it was on. We put it, that's how it is. I used to just put it on when it was on, when I felt like watching it, right? Well, then. So, (laughs) I kept seeing commercials for new episodes. And I was kind of salty. I was kind of salty, I'll admit it. Because Frank wasn't on it anymore, and my mom also was like, oh, like, I don't want to watch it if Frank's not on it, and blah, 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 So I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't really feel like watching it if Frank's not on it. Like, I'll just watch it, like, 
the old ones, um, try out some of the new ones, see how it is, you know. Well, I watched a couple, and then I was like, all right, you know, I actually like Mike and Robbie together. It, they, you know, it's okay, it's good. Danielle thrown in a little bit of Dave, a little bit of Jersey John, like, good mix, you know. Um, and then I was like, you know what, I, I'm gonna, this is where it, this is where it went to shit. I was like, I'm gonna record it. And, um, then I started watching all the new episodes, and I was like, you know what, let's see if, let's see if, you know, last season was on Amazon, Amazon Prime, because I missed all that, and it's, like, not on demand. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. Well, then it kind of spiraled, so I bought, I bought season, like, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17. Then the other day, I got down to 17, I literally watched all that. Then it told me I couldn't watch it anymore. I had to get History Vault with a subscription. And I'm like, I can't pay for that. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to get it on the History app channel. And there's like some ads once in a while. But I got it on there. Got season 16. Then I was like, oh, they have all all the seasons on here. This is addiction at its finest. Like, this is what happens, you see. Um... And I forgot how much I loved the show as a kid. And it brought back, like, all the memories, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that stuff. And then the whole thing with Mike kind of came in. People probably know what I'm referring to. I forgot I had a crush on Mike when I was younger. And then it kind of, like, filtered back in. And I was like, oh, another old man to obsess over, right? I'm not, like, listen, people think I'm, like, crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just trying to fill a void, okay? I don't have a father figure in my life. I honestly haven't had one in my life since I left my house. Um, and, yeah. I think I'm trying to fill the void with old men. But, listen... That's just my, that's my taste. Like, if people ask me for my type, my type is 35 and up. Like, legit, it's a problem. But also, I just, older men know what they want in life, okay? They have their life together. Maybe they have some children that I don't have to give them. They already have their kids. I don't have to give birth to kids. And they're also not my kids. So I can have a little bit of responsibility, but, like, they're not my kids, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to pay for stuff. Like, they're like, yeah, can you watch my kids, like, for the day? Well, I go to this golfing tournament. I don't know. What do old men do, right? And they're like, yeah, babe, sure. I'll watch your kids. You know, we'll play some board games, watch some TV. I'll just give them the PS4. Like, we can just vibe over that, okay? And you're so rich, you can, you know, you're an old guy who's worked for a while, like, you can just pay for the food to get delivered to the house, and then I could read them a book, and then they can go to sleep. Like, I could do that. They're not my kids. You know what I'm saying? It's babysitting. It's basically babysitting. And um, this is why I enjoy old men. It sounds weird. <laughs> it sounds weird. But listen, this is what happens because women, they mature so much faster than men. 
So I still feel like the guy, like, I've tried, okay, I've tried to talk to guys my age, or even a little bit older, like 21, that range, early 20s, and they're still just not, they don't want a relationship, they're in it for the wrong reasons, they're, whatever it is, right, they're just not mature in the head, okay, and I can't do it, like, I just can't get to the level of being with a guy, my age that's the real dilemma my brain I don't know I've just always been an old soul and I just I just get along with older people that's why literally all my friends are older legit like I can't I can only tolerate certain people my age and I have some friends that are younger than me too but it's a very slim picking okay picking pun Anyway, um, yeah, I just like people that are older than me. I like people that have things together and that are mature and want to put in the work for stuff. For a relationship, for a friendship, whatever it is. I don't want to have to be pulling all the weight anymore. I can't do it. So, yeah, I like older guys, okay? Like, what do you want from me? Now, listen... Mike is the same age as my parents, which is not really ideal, okay? It's not really ideal. It's kind of weird, which I didn't even know that. I really did not know that. And then my mom was like, no, 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 he was born in 64. And I was like, Ooh, okay. You know what? It's fine, though. It's fine. It is what it is, right? We'll live with it. We'll make it work. So... I've been on the picker high. Now, do I really have to explain what American Pickers is? Because I feel like I feel like I have to. Because there's some people listening that don't know what it is. But I feel like most people know what it is. Because it's a very... Like, it's been on for so long. Like, I feel like everyone's parents have watched it. Like, legit. Think about it, okay? But... So... American Pickers, what it used to be. I mean, it still is this, but Frank is not on the show anymore. Okay, so Mike and Frank, they go around the country in a van looking for old stuff. They go everywhere, okay? They used to not get leads from Danielle. They used to not get leads from her. They, When I started watching, okay, this was their very beginning, they'd literally drive around and just pull into people's properties when they had stuff outside that looked good. And they'd hand them the flyer. They still have the same flyers, by the way. They hand them the flyer and they say, this is what we buy and sell. Do you have any of this? Are you willing to sell us anything? Blah, blah, blah. That's how the show started. The show really started, though, because Mike used to document him and Frank going around. And then he had to pitch it to the History Channel. Like, oh, Actually, it didn't start off in History. He it started off in A&E, and he had to pitch it to them like five times before they took the idea. And so that's why, like, I get kind of salty when people are like, oh, well, they got to Frank off the show. Yeah, okay, they should have handled it better. Okay, they should have had a send-off for Frank, a goodbye episode, whatever. It wasn't like, oh, he's getting back surgery, and then he's never coming back. But it's because... The show was switched to History Channel, and 
they didn't feel like Frank was making the cut anymore. And people don't really understand. So Mike buys everything for antique archaeology, which is his story, his two stories now. And he buys everything for the stories. And Frank was buying for his own collection, which is online. And so they weren't even buying for the same company. And Mike started the show. Mike was the reason the show happened. So it is his show. Y'all get what I'm saying? I'm just talking from basics here. You know, yeah, it was really never stated in the beginning. But when you go back and look at what actually, how the show started. But it was the network that took him off. Which, you know, is what it is. But, um, where was I going with this? So, yeah. Um, I I don't even know where I was going with this. This is my new addiction. <laughs> so, like I said, Frank is not on the show anymore. So his brother is on the show a lot. And then they have other people. But I'm like, a, it's like a drug. Like I need to learn. So the other day I came to, I like... I came to the conclusion that I don't know anything, okay, like, about, like, man stuff. Did you know, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, cars and motorcycles and, like, tools and, like, things that, like, your dad is supposed to teach you. You get what I'm saying? Like, things that are in your dad's garage where he's supposed to go, like, how do you check the oil in the car? How do you fill the tires up? When you open the hood of the car, what's under there? Like, how do you jumper cable it and all that stuff, you know? All that stuff that dads are supposed to teach their kids. Well, my dad never taught me any of that. Um, I don't really know why. I mean, I left at 15, so I left right before he would have taught me how to drive. Which would have been scarring. So thank God I got out of that. But. He would try to teach me about. I think just because when I, I was younger. I was just like what the. Like, I was like I don't need to know about cars. Like. I don't need to know about any of this. Which I didn't. Um, But looking back. Like. My dad was never like. Here Olivia. This is how you put air in a tire. Like he'd never. He just did everything. He never, he never, asked, like, said, hey, come into the garage. Let me show you how to. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And he never did that with my mom either. My mom didn't know how to put air in, air in tires. Legit. When we left, she literally had to learn how to do it. Check the oil, all the stuff with the car, with the, with the tail lights and the light bulbs. They'd go out. She's like, I don't know how to fix it. Like, literally, she didn't know how to do this stuff because... He just did everything. He never told anybody. He never asked anybody. It was like, oh yeah, dad's fixing the car. That's all I heard. I heard the car was, something's wrong with the car. Dad's in the garage fixing the car. Okay, the car's fixed. That's all I heard. I didn't hear, oh, this is what he did. This is how you fix it. Nothing. He just did it. He took all the cars to the Audi, auto body shop. That's <laughs> the Audi and they fixed it. Okay, like, if he couldn't fix it, he brought it there. And that was it. Like, it wasn't like... My dad was also an engineer, mechanical engineer. 
So his favorite thing is looking at like a light, uh, like a panel. You know, in houses when they had when they have electric panels and it has all the switches. Like he he knew all that, the air conditioning, all that stuff. He gets super jazzed about it. He knew everything about that. Fire alarms. Oh, he just he would love when the smoke detector went off. He could fix it. Like legit, that's his thing. Electric. There's a big difference between electric and mechanical things, right? Like like cars, like how to like fix a car, like like how to like build stuff, like like build stuff. My dad didn't build anything. <laughs> he hired people to build stuff or he went out and bought stuff. He never built like he was never in the garage like with the wood, like building a cabinet, you know? Like I know people's dads do that. My dad did not. Electrical things was his, like, you know, putting in the air conditioners, taking them out. That was, like, his field day. <laughs> he loved that. He'd go in the basement and check the water softener and the all that stuff. And he'd open up the big panel and flip all the switches and do all this stuff. And... I'd open it up and I'd be like, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Anything electrical, he knew how to do because that's what he went to trade school for. Okay, that's what you do as a mechanical engineer, in case people don't know. It's a lot of air conditioning. (laughs) Checking things in buildings, getting all the keys, you know what I'm talking about? Having all the keys and going to the big electric box in the building or the electrical room. He worked in boiler rooms a lot, like working with boilers and stuff like that. That's what mechanical engineers do. So that's his thing. Not like building cabinets, you know what I mean? Um, He had a lot of cars, but he wasn't like, I mean, he liked cars, but he wasn't like a big, um, you know, like old car guy. Like, look at this 19... 39 Ford. Like, it wasn't any of that. It was like, oh, I just bought a Corvette. Like, from 2012. You know, it wasn't like any of that. He has a motorcycle still. He never really rode it. Every July, he'd take it out. And he'd have to, like, put all these wires on it to get the thing to start. Because it would just sit in our garage for months. And it would just, like, die. Okay? I'm still learning. I'm learning. Learning the lingo with this stuff. I'll get to it. And he has a scooter. But he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go ride this bike with all these biker guys. And we're going to go to a bike thing. He liked going to car shows. Like, he liked walking around looking at cars. But, like, he didn't, like... Like, he knew cars. Like, But he wasn't like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like... Like, if we were driving and my mom was like, oh, John, what is that car? He'd be like, oh, that's a 1956, you know, Chevy or whatever. But it wasn't like American Pickers, Mike and Robbie, like, Mike with bikes and and Robbie with cars. Like, not like fanatics like that. The point I'm trying to make is that I realize that I don't know anything like that. And I kind of looked in the mirror the other day and I was like, you know what, Olivia? You don't need a dad to teach you that because 
the guys that you're learning from didn't have a dad as well. A lot of, maybe people don't know. Maybe people do know. Um, so Mike and Robbie Wolf, I think they have a sister. But they were raised by a single mother. The father just left. And I heard this really sad story. And it like makes me like so sad every time I tell it. But basically I heard that Mike was having a birthday party. He was like three maybe. And he waited like all day for his father to come. Like by the window. And he never came. And that just made me have so much more respect for them. Because when you think about it. They're into everything that their father. Or a father is like. You know, supposed to, like, teach their kids, especially, like, boys, you know? It's supposed to be, like, a big father-son bonding, like, cars and motorcycles, all that, like, man stuff, you know? And they never had that in their life. So they had to go and take it upon themselves to learn everything themselves. And I kind of was, like, I had a revelation. I was, like, you don't need a guy in your life to tell you like this is what I've been telling people recently when I talk about the main reason why I like watching American Pickers is because I learn a lot because no one ever taught me this is what I tell people okay I want to be able to open the hood of a car and know what I'm looking at I want to know what the things are called, okay, besides the engine, that's obvious. I know how to check the oil, because my grandpa actually taught me how to do it. I know how to do the air on the tires, because my mom taught me how to do it. But I want to be able to, like, open the hood of a car and, like, know what is in there, why it's there. I want to be able to, like, use jumper cables if I have to. Like, I want to be able to, like... I don't know, like, no parts of a car. And, like, motorcycles, I want to know, like, how do you start one? Like, if it's dead, how do you get it back going? Like, what parts do you need? What is everything on it called? Like, I want to know that stuff. Because, honestly, I've always been interested in cars. But I just, ne- like, I don't know all the technical terms. And I've I've been interested in motorcycles, too. But I don't know the terms and, like... I want to be able to, like, not just drive my car, like, know what it is. Like, it's a machine, you know? I want to be able to, like, open the hood and, like, know what the hell's under there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want. And And watching the show, I'm starting to learn. Like, and I'm starting to remember. Like, I'm remembering the information. It's kind of crazy to be honest, but they're really good teachers, and that's part of the reason why I'm watching it, not just because X, Y, Z, okay, (laughs) um, but because it's so, like, you learn so much, like, especially, and I, I love old stuff, too, and history, I really like old cars, I really like old motorcycles, old bicycles, like, all that stuff I'm into as well, but I don't know enough about it to sit around and like and like talk about it and like explain it to people. But I'm starting to learn things. I'm starting to remember things. When they go in and they see a certain bike, 
Like, I could tell if it's a Schwinn or if it's a Stingray or, like, I can tell, like, what type of, like, if it's a Ford, if it's, a, like, a Ford Model T and, like, I'm starting to recognize the years and, like, like, 32 is when, when everything changed because they put in the V8 cylinder in the car and it made you go, like, really, really fast. That was, like, a big thing that happened in 1932. Like, that was the first car with the four-cylinder engine. So it had, like, more horsepower. Oh, my God, I'm, like, I'm so proud of myself. I, like, know stuff now. Like, legit, I know stuff about cars and motorcycles. And I'm like, I know when a car's been repainted because you can look around the rim of the windshield and if you see like white or any color, I said white because I was picturing a car they had in an episode, but like if you see paint around that, it means it's been like repainted and like it's not worth as much. You want original paint and you got to get another car and you got to check the floorboards. Like, is it rotting? Is it like all the stuff within the motorcycle? Like, the engine and like the Schwinn and how it sweeps and like it's a teardrop shape and I know like the parts in the motorcycle and I know like how to start the motorcycle and like you gotta push the thing down on one side and then you gotta kick the other side until it uh starts like I'm I'm remembering things even down to colors I'm remembering that forest green and robin egg blue are like really sought after colors and like if something's that those colors like they the it goes up in value like I literally remember this stuff so when they go to places and even like old gas companies and like all this stuff like and I like know what stuff worth what is worth like I know the Pegasus um from um I forget what the company but the gas company is really sought after and really hard to find and like oh my god I'm like impressing myself legit I really am I'm kind of shocked right now but you just learn a lot and that's why I really like the show because no one ever told me these things and yeah I could re- I could research some stuff and I think I will because I'd like to know stuff um and I'm just I've always been very curious. I like asking questions and I like to know where stuff came from and where stuff started and big turning points for certain items. Like um anything pre-war like motorcycle-wise is so much more money than post-war. Like and like 34 Model Ts, 32s to 34s are like the hardest to find because they're the most sought after. But like 33s are like really hard to find. Like legit. <laughs> I remember stuff. Um, it's good to know things. And it's good to know that I'm just learning like people think oh you watch tv yeah i do i watch really educational things that i remember and i enjoy yeah i watch some shows that are just because i enjoy the show and the plot and the characters and the whole thing is fake but american pictures you learn so much 
that you would never learn anywhere else. It's such a variety of things. Um, you see people in places that you're that you like didn't even know existed, and people collect this stuff. It's like it's crazy, and I just I'm like I learn so much. Like I can't like <laughs> I just can't believe I'm like remembering it. But yeah. And I know that Ace motorcycles are really hard to find. And when you find them, you should buy them. Because it's like, when are you going to see another one? And Ace wasn't around for that long. That's why it's so highly sought after and, and rare. Because uh, Indian uh, bought out Ace. And that's why like all the motorcycles like that are really sought after now are Indian bikes. Like, Ace wasn't around for that long. Because it was bought out by Indian. Like. Isn't it crazy, like, to remember things? And how bikes were, like, one big wheel on the front and then a small one on the bottom in the 1800s. Um, and then they just switched it to, like, two wheels. And, like, the model, like, didn't change since then. But the stuff they were doing back then for, like, kids, like, to the handlebars, to, like, the sweep of the metal the back of it like the the writing on it like i'm like so invested i don't know what it is i'm just like because i remember stuff when they go to places and mike gets really excited about a schwinn bike like i know why and like i know what he's talking about when he's like yeah it all like sweeps back and it's like teardrop shape and like And the Stingray bikes, they're more of, like, a U in the middle. And they have, like, cool colors, like, like green and yellow. And, like, those are more sought after than, like, the regular colors. And, like, it's cool, man. Um, to know stuff. That honestly is, like encouraging to me because this is stuff that you know I was never taught and you just have to take it upon yourself to learn things like if you want to learn something we have so much availability now we can just go on the internet and learn it and it wasn't like that back then like you had to actually go out and like talk to people face to face and like learn it firsthand like now you can look up anything you want online and study it it's like fascinating like literally and like just from what cars used to be made out of how heavy they were and like how different it was and like how fast you could go and like how the engines change like all this stuff it's just it's fascinating. I think I got the bug. I got the bug that the Wolf Brothers got. Legit, I'm turning into them. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I want to go to the to his store so bad. I'm killed to meet Mike. Like, I just want to know. Like, I just want him to like tell me about stuff. Like, I watched, um, this like little series on this youtube channel that he did it's called reconnecting roots or something like that 
if anyone is interested. He talked about a motorcycle in one of them. He talked about um, bicycles and another, like, showing, like, an 1800 bike and then, like, what happened in the 1900s and, like, a Schwinn motorcycle and, like, all this stuff. Or was it Indian? Schwinn was a bike. Schwinn was a bike, but they also made... They made... Bi- this is the thing. Schwinn made bicycles and motorcycles. So... I'm just saying. I know stuff. Isn't that so exciting for me? Like, people are probably like, what are you talking about? (sighs) Legit, regardless on gender, I think any person should be able to open the hood of their car and know what is under it. Because I hate to be like, well, women don't think about that. Really don't. We don't think about the mechanics of a car. Okay, we just get in the car and we drive it. We're not looking at everything a guy is looking at when you look at a car. Do you you know what I'm saying? That's just female mentality opposed to a male. Like, guys like that stuff. Okay? And yeah, there is a lot of females that like cars and motorcycles and ride them and have the same knowledge as a man. Obviously. Okay? But just for my brain and how it works, like... I've never, like, gotten in a car and I'm like, I wonder how the floorboards are. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think a lot of females think about that when they get in a car. It's like, you know, um, no one thinks about that. Everyone's just like, oh, if there's a problem, my, my dad will fix it. My boyfriend will fix it. Like, whatever it is, like, they don't think about it. Like, we get in the car, we drive, we fill it up with gas, we take it to the car wash. That's what most girls are doing. Now, there's some girls that are really into cars and, like, know that stuff. And really into motorcycles and, like, a lot of girls ride motorcycles. But I've never ridden a motorcycle. I don't know how to ride a motorcycle. Um, Like, you know. But it's so fascinating to me. And I want to know that information. And I want to say that I didn't have a dad to teach me that. I taught myself. And that's like, that's even better. That really is even better. And to start starting to know what like retail value is like for stuff. That's something I never thought like I'd be thinking about. Like when they go on pigs, I'm like looking around the room and I'm like, okay, there's a Goodyear sign. Um... Standard retail is like twelve hundred. Uh, like I'm going, I'm like oh Pegasus, like that could be up in like the three or four thousand range. I'm like looking around, like oh Texaco, we're around like fifteen for that. Like legit, I'm looking around and I'm like no, I'm recognizing names of like old gas companies and like what each is worth and how much he should pay and like all this stuff. My brain is like. I'm becoming one with the pickers. I really, I am. I literally am. It's exciting for me. Because no one ever taught me this stuff. And that's a big part of why I enjoy watching the show. And they make it fun. And yeah, they'll sit there and like rattle off a bunch of stuff. And I'll be like, I don't know what you just said. But the thing is, they have the episode going. And then Mike and Frank, or whoever... 
is explaining what they're talking about in simple terms throughout. And then there's also, like, little clips with facts and stuff. And, like, I'm just learning. I like how they talk about it all technical. And then it kind of cuts to him explaining what exactly they're talking about. Because I'm getting, a, you know, best of both worlds. I'm getting the technical side of things first with that terminology. And then I'm getting like the really basic, simple version for the pe- for the person or people watching the show that don't know anything about what they're talking about. But literally, like today with the Ford Model T's, okay? They're trying to get out a 33. I know why he wants it. I know why he paid 14000 for it. I know why it's so important that it's original paint. Like all this stuff. And he's talking about how everything changed because they put the V8 cylinder engine in like legit. I know what he's saying. I'm starting to remember stuff. Like when I first started watching, you know, I didn't know what the hell anyone was talking about. And then you start to learn stuff. I mean, you have to be interested in it. Like you you have to be interested in history if you're going to watch American Pickers. It's a show about antiques. That's what it's about. And if you're not interested in it, then you're not going to like the show. That's point blank. If you could care less about history at all, and there's some people that... There's a lot of people that don't care about history at all. And then there's some people that like it if it's something they're interested in. And there's, like, full-blown fanatics. Like... And, you know, you have to be interested in it. And it's fine, like, but that's, I learned so much watching TV. I absorb the knowledge more. Yeah, I could sit there and read it, and I probably will. I'm going to look up a diagram of a car and and read what everything is and what it does. So when I need to open the hood, I know what, what to do. Like, if something's wrong, I know, like, like not saying I'm going to be a mechanic. Like, if something's leaking, I can, like... I don't know. Like, this is where I want to... First thing, I want to be able to open the hood and name everything in there. Like, that's that's first priority. I want to know the names of things. Then I want to know what they do. And then, um, like, if something's wrong, what do I look for? Like, is there smoke? Is something leaking? Like, stuff like that. Um... Man stuff, as you would say. Like. So, yeah. It's very late. But, yeah, that's why I've been watching American Bakers a lot. I mean, besides Mike. But, you know. And I found this girl on TikTok that met him and, like, loves him. And, like, he, like... She went to the store and um he like took her in his like private office and like showed her like all this stuff. Like she's into vintage clothing, so he also like buys a lot of vintage clothing, so he showed her all that. And um I'm just like, dude, I wanna be in your position. Like I just wanna go in and like learn everything about like everything in the store. Like 
the other day I was on his Instagram, I think it was last, last night, the day before, I went on his Instagram to his videos and he had a live where he was like explaining all the stuff in the store. I watched the whole thing. Like, it's so interesting. Um, so yeah, that's where I've been at. <laughs> so I'd really recommend watching the show. Give it a go. Like, just try it. I just love it. Literally. But yeah, there's new episodes every Saturday on the History Channel. I don't know if there's any new ones coming out right now. The season might have ended last week, but there was a new one on last week. But I just love the people, too. The people that they meet. Like, they all have just crazy, incredible stories. And you would never know those stories or those people, like, unless you watch the show. And that's why it's, like, so special. Like, no other show can give you what they give you. It's just, like, real stuff. Like, you're just learning as you go along, so. Yeah, I know about cars and motorcycles and bicycles now. And gas and oil. Okay. Petroliana is the term. When you have a lot of petroliana, okay, it means gas and oil. Cars, motorcycles, bikes, old gas pumps, old gas signs, old uh, gas cans, like legit. It's all that. I know the term now for stuff. Like when Daniel calls them and she's like, this guy has a lot of petroleana. Or when she says the name of something, I know what it is. Or when they pick up an item and they're like, oh yeah, this is new old stock. It means it's literally has not been opened. Like it's brand new, but it's very, very old. That's what new old stock means. So yeah, <laughs> I know about man stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to keep watching the show like a maniac and learn as much as I can. And hopefully one day... Mike will show me the story. Tell me everything about it. Because it's really just... I need it in my life. <laughs> but it's so funny. Like This girl literally cracks me up. She literally kills me. But I love her. Um, I think her username on TikTok is like... Reallycoolgirl.69. Something like that. Her name is Kay. Her, her name might be Kayla. I don't know. But her... It just says K, like K-A-Y on her account. And she loves vintage clothing, so her whole account, besides a couple of Mike Wolf videos, which I really highly recommend you guys watch, um, is her showing off her outfits for the day, and oh, they're so cute. So that's what I've been up to recently. Um... Yeah. So I hope this was interesting and informative. And uh, if you're interested in learning, turn it on. There's a marathon every Saturday. 
on the History Channel, too. So, if anyone's interested, like, search it up everywhere. It's on almost every platform. I mean, some of the episodes are, like, not named the same or they're numbered weird or whatever. Discovery Plus only has, like, four seasons, but highly recommend. But, yeah. Um, I don't know what else I want to say. It's almost 4 a.m. But, um, yeah, I'll, um, I'll talk to you guys next episode. I hope you enjoyed. And, uh, go learn something. Learn something that you're interested in learning about. Um, because, like, I feel like we take it really for granted that we have everything at our fingertips and we can learn whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want. Like, the internet didn't exist, like, 30 years ago, so we should, like, really try to, like, use it. And watch TV, too, okay? Like, you can watch a ton of educational stuff if that's what you choose to watch, but if you really want to learn about something... Look it up somewhere. I'm sure there's a documentary or show about it. They make shows about everything nowadays. So it's really easy to like learn if you want to. So that's what I'm in the process of doing. And I hope people are inspired to do the same. Um, yeah, so I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it that YouTube video is still not up because I still not have edited it. Hopefully I will edit it tomorrow. But uh, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Watch American Pickers. Bye.